Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And welcome to our Bravo episode of Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. This is the time of the week that we dive headfirst into only our Bravo shows. Kate and I's podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that episode, we break down a show from the TLC and Discovery Plus channel, past or present. We also have a Tuesday show, which we focus solely on the insanity of 90 Day Fiance. But today is about Bravo. Hi, Kate. Hi, Pauline. How are you? I'm grateful to you. Thank you. Listeners, I have been in like three hours traffic on the 101. It was just Ugh. red, 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 red. And um, it just started to pour with rain again. So it's all cuckoo. We, we thought the rain had started. It's back. Um, so I'm coming late. So thank you, Kate. Late Kate. Thank you for coming um, and staying on. Because I was like, just start the show if you want to start the show. I was like, <laughs> ah, just start the show. Start the show. <laughs> I just went and played video games for a little bit. <laughs> lovely. Oh, lovely. So it was all good. No problem. Um, Kate, I saw a filming this week of a reality show happening. Okay. It is. Um, oh, excuse me. Woo. Yes, um, it, I was driving down Sunset and I look over and I see the cameras and I know when it's a reality shoot. Like it's not a regular you know, shoot because it's bare bones, minimum budget, right? Even for these right. big shows. So just a couple of cameras, Jeff, the PA running around, like one security. And I was like, oh, well, that's a reality show. Wonder what it is. Um, and I was right on sunset at the Oppenheim group. So I'm like, um, offices. So it's like, it's Selling Sunset, isn't it? Now, I don't know if you have watched Selling Sunset. We have not discussed it. 
No, I haven't. Have you? Surprisingly, I have. Okay. <laughs> I started, it was really one of those, there's nothing on, I'm going to try, you know, Netflix is terrible. There is nothing on Netflix. There's like one show on Netflix every week that you're like, oh, I want to watch it. I binge watch it. And then there's nothing else to watch. But anyway, I was on there and I thought, what's well, a reality show? Come on, I've got to watch it. And you know, I'm fascinated with those two little brothers. <laughs> and when I say little brothers, hey, they are no bigger than five foot tall. They are fascinating to watch. And on all the girlfriends. Show, we're not talking yeah. about Property Brothers. Hello. No. I was going to say. if we what? were talking about Property I'm not watching those two. Do you think I'm going to watch Look Into that, Their that's Eyes? That's why I was in shock. I was like, are you talking Prop Bros? Look oh, Into okay. Their Souls. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, no. of course not. Of course not. Uh, I don't no, know anything. Okay, so the so Selling Sunset, it's been on a couple of seasons now. It's only on Netflix. And it is the two Oppenheim brothers, Jason and, sorry, guys, I'm really not versed on Selling Sunset. Can't remember the other guys. They're bald. You would you would recognize them if you saw them. Okay. They're genuinely five foot tall. And it's all about these women um, that work for them as and men that work for them. It's to the high-end real estate agents, right? And the women come into work dressed like it's Paris Fashion Week. They wear like $18,000 coats to go to work. It is insane. Uh, it's ridiculous. Okay, I Googled, I Googled yeah. them. Okay, yeah. Those are those it. two little men. Now, so I'm driving wrong. I see, and people are always taking photos outside their office building, the Oppenheimer group, and they're always shooting, but I'd never seen So I look over and I'm like, oh, I see them. They're at a cafe, which is right on the corner opposite their offices. And then I see that bald head. And I <gasps> swear, Kate, I cannot confirm this. I swear he was on a booster seat. He <laughs> is so tiny. And he works with all women that are like, you know, if they're if they're five foot six, they're wearing like seven inch heels, or they're five foot eleven wearing five foot heel five inch heels. It's and he was sat there surrounded by them all. And I'm just like staring like this to have a look at him. But he was something to behold. I'll tell you that. Something oh, to behold. Right. So it's, I mean, obviously it's a huge craze. So maybe I should check mm -hmm. it out. I've seen it, you know, a little bit, but I haven't gotten into it. Yeah, they, they have that. Then they have Selling OC. And there's just Ooh. one woman on there, one of the real estate agents that's just obsessed with water. So hmm. she's... Yeah. So she's carrying around bottles of like, I don't drink this water. I only drink this water. I mean, we all know what it's covering up really uh, because she weighs about two pounds, but mm. that's another story. But it's so, they are bizarre. What has come out of there is these shows are insane. So they have their LA group and then they have the OC group and okay. these tiny little men are running around selling like $20 million um hundred million dollar properties it's insane Kate it's, so it's life it's like it's like it's like lifestyle porn right it's like it is houses, it unattainable so... houses and yes it's definitely that but then you have this drama between all of them obviously but it's even more staged than housewives so it's difficult to watch it's not on the caliber of bravo by any means but it has a <laughs> massive cult following so I would say check it out okay okay mm -hmm. so I was glad I saw that I wanted to get your feelings we took a poll on our Instagram um tender loving care podcast if you don't already follow us Candy announced this week she's not coming back to Atlanta thoughts mm -hmm. Kate I I really love Candy and it's definitely the end of an era mm -hmm. uh but 
that being said, I think this is a good move. I don't think she needs the show. I don't think the show needs her. Mm -hmm. She hasn't given much to the show in a long time. She's kind of been coasting the storyline. And so it feels correct. Yeah, I I agree. The poll, it was like, does anybody care? Yes, or whatever. And most people voted. I I should have put the results up, but most people were like, no, I don't care. She's, I've never really liked Candy because she's always, she's, you can't get to her. I don't feel like she's ever honest. I feel like she always kind of speaks like, this to not but not like really passive aggressively and never like gives her point of view or she goes bananas I don't I was never a fan of her never a fan of her so I'm I agree I think it's time for her to just go she's one of those housewives that she's not gonna be one of my favorite favorites because she's not chaotic and causing a mess like Tamara but she's good at she would play both sides and kind of connect people she's everyone can pretty much always film with candy. So yeah. it was that role. And then, yeah, it just, she's just been kind of in the backseat while everyone else uh, has their storyline. So yeah, I agree. It's totally fine. How are you doing with traitors? Because I know you're madly in love with traitors. How's it going? Good. I am. I watched, uh, I think up to episode four or five or something. Five. So I'm, I think there's probably at least one or more episodes out that I haven't seen, but, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy that show. It's, it's light and you can just have it on and let it wash over you. And mm. it's Phaedra's hilarious. I know I've heard that she is being really good. I'd forgotten how good Phaedra was because we saw her obviously on the ultimate girls trip at the Berserkers, but she, she didn't really bring too much that, that time, but do you, apart from who the hell is Richard? I loved that. <laughs> that I mean, her lines, her one-liners are oh. so, so good. Like there's this guy from The Bachelor on Traders mm-hmm. and she has this line where she's, they're in the deliberations, you know, trying to figure out who's a traitor. Mm. She's a, she, well. She's obviously well, a traitor. She's yeah, a I've traitor. Okay. I didn't yeah, know if you yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So she's a traitor and she just leans into him and says, this isn't The Bachelor, so I'm not trying to kiss your ass to get any roses from you or something. And it's like, right. she's oh my great. gosh, so off the cuff she's... and funny. And remember, she was like a in, in Atlanta. She was a funeral director, a lawyer. Uh, I mean, she she's she's like you. She does it all. She do, yeah, does it all. She doctor, is yeah. doctor, surgeon. <laughs> I mean, she's just. She's an icon. I love Phaedra. Um, all right, let's get into our stories, as, as the American oldies call them. Let's watch, watching our stories this mm-hmm. week. Um, are we doing BH or VPR first? Uh, let's do VPR. All right, take sure. us away, Kate. Take us into VPR. Okay, everyone. This is episode two, The Ultimate Betrayal. We oh. start out at Tom and Ariana's house. Oh, God. See Ariana's room absolutely bursting with free Ooh. merchandise that brands are clamoring mm. to send her. Love and uh, Sandoval talks about all of the online hate he's been receiving. The editors pop up like a million mean comments. So funny. I was waiting for ours to be up there. I was genuinely <laughs> waiting. I was waiting. Where is Tender Love and Care podcast? I know. I know. And uh, he talks about how him and Schwartz are not good right now. 
And he reveals that, well, not reveals, we all knew this. Schwartz went on Jax's podcast and talked about the poor optics of Sandoval touring with his band mm. uh, in the wake of Scandoval breaking. Mm. And so he's got some hard feelings about that. And yeah. uh, then both Tom and Ariana are both, they're asked by the producers, so how is it living with your ex? And they're like, it's awful, it's awkward. And then we learn about this sound machine, which becomes oh. a big topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, how he set it up because he was paranoid that Ariana and her friends were listening to him talk in his bedroom on the phone and stuff like that to <laughs> Rachel, I assume, and whoever else. So he put white noise with like ocean sounds playing constantly in their house. It's awful. And then we meet Anne. We get to know Anne a little more. <laughs> so it's his birthday, oh. Tom's. And as we all know, he loves having a big party at his house oh. for it every year. And so he's asking Anne, who poor Anne poor is the Anne. go. Oh, poor Anne, she's the go-between, him and Ariana. And so he's like, um, "It's my birthday, so can you text Ariana and see if mm. she'll just like fuck off to a hotel?" Mm. And Anne's like, "Um, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, fine." And so she asks or not text her she asks her in person and ariana goes that's really disrespectful and i will call the cops and that's that's kind of the first part of the episode it's first of all can we no one's really mentioned the facts i think small things like this are so interesting Anne's last name is maddox and ariana is maddox i just find that really strange i just find that really really strange it's ox for Anne, and it's ix for ariana I just find that really interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, Yeah. that's random. And it it is excruciating watching her scenes, the poor woman. It's excruciating. And then listeners, cast your mind back. I think we did speak about it, but I had to be very kind of like somebody told me and I will remain saying that somebody told me they knew Anne. I didn't know her name at the time, but I met somebody, let's just say walking down the street, that decided to tell me that they knew Anne, Tom's assistant, and they told me that they said, quote, the week Scandival broke was Anne, the worst week of Anne's life. She, um, there's other things I can say. I don't know if I did say them or I was like, I couldn't say them before that I just told Kate about. But I got this intel that is familiar with Anne. I, it wasn't Anne, didn't mean Anne. But they said some of the things that went on um, with Anne during that time is insane and that he is, I don't think this comes surprise to anyone, but a horrendous boss um, for multiple reasons. Unfortunately, I can't say them on here, but um, let's just say that pay is not worth what she has to deal with. And the pay is very, very little. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, Ariana and this house, I think when they finally move out of that house it needs to be condemned they need to like red tape it red flag it and just burn that to the ground because the feelings in there are horrible something that i'm so shocked at right this is three months what we're watching is three months after scandal broke okay Mm -hmm. and when Anne is there saying um okay so it's your birthday party and tom's like um he says you know ariana is more than uh more than welcome i don't think she'd want to come now 
he's making a joke and so light of something that happened three months ago. You were in a relationship, you blew up their entire lives, and now you think you're in a point after three months of being like, yeah, she's a fucking bitch, but I don't think she wants to come anyway. Like, uh, the animosity he has towards her, he hates her, Kate. He hates her. He does. And so, you guys, I, I don't normally, but this week I watched the after show, which I really enjoyed watching mm-hmm. and I will try to from now on if I can. But um, so they're talking about this part of the episode and Ariana admits that the compromise that they eventually come to did work and he did have people gone by the time she's back from emo night. And then she said something that I thought was so telling about their dynamic. She Mm. says, if I'm not a fucking raging bitch with him, I will get walked all over. Like she has to shout to be heard with him. What her needs are. She says like, if I don't, if I don't make a huge stand like this, then I'll just get walked over basically. And I was like, Okay. Yeah, but they're not in a relationship anymore. She doesn't have to have anything to do with them. And by putting herself in that house, and I understand it's all very raw. Like, once again, this is three months after this happened. It's just so awful. Like, your mental health being in that place with him and and wondering if you can go down to the kitchen because he might be making a coffee in there. It's just... And that's what Lala thinks too, which is yeah. what we see in the next scene. Ariana and Lala meet up for smoothies and... Ariana's telling her about this party situation and Lala is being the voice of reason for her and saying, well, it's his house too. And it's his birthday. So kind of like, what's the big deal if he has a party there? And, um, then, and she's like, can't, you know, can't he just have them gone at a reasonable time? Yeah. And she's like, actually, that's what Anne's asking me. Yeah. And then Lala asks about the living situation. Mm-hmm. And um, she is basically like, I don't want him to win. Like, he's trying to stick it out no. with me and yeah. he wants to pay me and to leave. But he should leave because he did this and he's probably not going to give me enough money for what I've put into it and all this. So I know it's really, it's really complicated and it is so, you know, we we're a year and a half or whatever, a year away from it now. So it's, it's all new, but I will just say, but we see VPR, we see at VPR, we see the LP, LVP, <laughs> LPP, we see Lisa Vanderpump and her hairstylist because it's the closing night at pump. And oh, right. yep. they're all getting ready for that. And I would just love to say, I loved that we saw Ken Zanzaville Todd and um, she, you know, Lisa was like, Todd does want to, Ken does, sorry, guys. Ken wants to retire eventually. I mean, he's 103. So the fact that he's still going is remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will tell you, he works so hard. I've seen him at, like, in the last year on Santa Monica Boulevard, loading flowers, like floral stuff, out of the back of a car and walking it into Tom Tom himself. He, those two are workers till the day they die. That's why they have the fortune they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see this very, very odd, like in memoriam to pump, you know, it was right. like all the st- all everything over the years and all that stuff. Um, and then they're like, oh, well, it's closed. And then moving on, no Peter the Pirate. I didn't even see Peter the Pirate. The disrespect. Disrespect. <laughs> Every time you went into pump, Peter the Pirate was there. By, he by was the, way, the backbone of that place. Backbone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we see Ali and James walking, by the way, on a bike path. 
that is walkable from my house. I just, uh, once I again, figured. guys, they mm-hmm. are just there. They're waiting for me. They're waiting for me. Um, so uh, they're talking about getting a dog. And then we go into, I know Americans say gra- Graham. Graham. Uh, we say we say Graham. So James has that weird, he has, a, you know, he went to uh, high school in LA. So he's very much more American speaking in some terms than I am, but I would say Graham, but they're, they're, so they're talking about how much he misses that dog and whatever happened. To, and then we get this, this scene with Lisa, it's like a flashback or whatever of him, her saying, what happened to the dog when Rachel went into rehab? And he's like, I of don't know, I don't know. Of course, Lisa's thinking of the animals. Of always. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa. Um, so they're having a chat about getting another dog. And that was very interesting that Ali was like, I don't know if we're ready. And I was like, well, you just lived in, you lived in a house together and moved. I don't know. I don't know. Um, then we see... Um, Jason comes to see Tom. I've written down. Oh, this was like a trainer or something. I don't know. It's, it's one the of manager names. of his band. Oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> That's yeah. It's his friend. And can you exp- I hope I hope I picked up on this and I hope that it it will get explained, but I don't know. With three months out, he says, um, Tom says, uh, we know there's some communication. Ariana said that, Rachel and Tom. And Tom says. I miss her and I'm still in love with her. And I wrote underneath, that faded bloody quickly because within months of this breaking, they would, he wasn't, they weren't interested anymore and they have not, and he said nasty things about her in the press. And I'm thinking, what? I wonder what really broke those two up. I don't know. It was maybe... I mean, maybe we'll see that. I hope we'll see that, but we're not going to hear her side. Like, so it's like, I don't trust his view of it really as the full story. That's the thing. And we won't hear her side. Well, unless you listen to a podcast, which we will not be. Uh, But I think she went into that therapy, realized he was a manipulator, and then she stopped contact with him. She ceased contact with him. And then he was like, oh, whatever. I have tons of girls I can sleep with. And he is apparently, as of this week, dating a girl that used to date Leonardo DiCaprio. So now I will oh. say, I will say the girls, the amount of women that have been quoted as dating Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, and really they've just left um the club like on Mel- Melrose, Melrose, I think it's called Melrose Place. This new like Leo's always there. Melrose Place with him, banged him, and that was it. Like, I don't it's I, a, I think it's a that's, big pool of women. Yeah. There's that's a true. big pool of women. And I don't think there was much dating going on. Mm. God bless Leo. So, but Tom will love that. Can you imagine his ego? Tom with an oh. X. Yeah. He probably tells everyone that. Yeah. Uh Yes. Okay. So then we, ha- I accidentally had skipped ahead. Then we have the smoothie scene. Um, uh-huh. The financials got talked about a lot on Ooh. the after show. Ooh. Um, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah. So um, Lala is k- keeping her stance hard on the after show saying she shouldn't be living there. And, you know, it's not good for her mental health, just like you were saying. And she can afford to move out. I don't get why she hasn't moved out. It's stupid. And, Ariana says, well, Lala, because the producers are telling them what everyone else said in their after Great. show. Love that. Start Love up. that. And so Ariana's, Ariana's like, well, she has a child. I don't mm-hmm. have a child. Mm-hmm. And Lala didn't own the house she had with Randall. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. and I own this house. Mm -hmm. And so it's different. Mm -hmm. And then she also talks about how renting in LA is super expensive. And James points out, well, James is sticking up for Ariana and saying, well, she, she had money tied up in the house and Mm -hmm. she was just at that time getting all of these brand deals. It's Mm -hmm. not like she had the money from all of those. She was just starting Mm -hmm. to make all those deals. Mm -hmm. And Katie points out that her and Ariana were also paying rent on something about her. Yeah. So Ariana's thing was like, actually, I didn't really feel in a good financial place to be going and getting my own spot. So I don't know. It's a con- I I get it, but it's also horrible for her. Yeah. I think so. Anyways, yeah. um, I didn't realize her boyfriend Dan is forty. Yes, that was interesting. I wrote because she says, you know, I've I may have started changing my mind about a family, and it was all Tom's the reason I didn't want kids, and I get right. that, but I think she's living in a bloody fantasy land. It's like I don't know why you're thinking about kids. I don't know what this guy isn't. It's been three months, dude. Car, call your jets call your jets like you need to sort your mind out she doesn't look well in this i don't know if you noticed Mm. that i think she doesn't look well she looks like tired exhausted exhausted beyond belief and i'm sure because she was picking up every brand deal possible and jetting out here and doing interviews and it's insane what her schedule must have been good for her amazing but she looks unhealthy do you know what i mean Mm. she just looks really unhealthy and i'm like that girl needs to be in like five sessions therapy a week and eating well and sleeping but I don't think she had the opportunity to do any of that so I don't think she's coping very well at all actually um it's a whirlwind yeah yeah absolutely so we have all that smoothie scene and then we see Sheena and Brock in a recording studio now quick question I did miss a couple of seasons of VPR when it was nearly cancelled like VPR was nearly cancelled it was so bad before Scandal and that was when Brock was introduced and I know nothing about Brock okay what does the nanny do? No, what does <laughs> Brock do? And I'm not trying to be facetious. I genuinely don't know. What does he do? Unclear. Let me Google it. Because I think he was a rugby player, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. And I know that he has two kids in Australia that he hasn't seen in years because of a domestic abuse uh, situation that was his fault that he's spoken about. Um... But what does the nanny Brock do? I, I, well, okay. This website, bustle.com. Got it. Says, Another one of the trades. After, <laughs> yes. After leaving his pro sports career behind, Brock opened two F45 gyms in San Diego and began working as a personal trainer. So he's like a gym guy. Yeah. yeah. When do you think the last time he was a personal trainer was? I would say 1995, give a day. <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah. So I, so really he's picking up the VPR checks and that's it, dude. He's, oh, that, I, he, la- he launched Homebody, a platform that allows fitness influencers to monetize content. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. But Just it does seem, idea. yeah, seems like he's, you know, helping out with Sheena's stuff. Sure he is. Yeah, I'm yep. sure he's helping his hand <laughs> in that bank account as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, Brock. Sorry. Uh, Anyway, we see her that she's back at and uh, she wants to do, Sheena wants to do, I always want to say Sheena. Sheena wants to do a cover, like a screamo version of 
um, because of emo night. Now, Kate, when is it that I don't have a story, a personal story related to anything we ever talk about in this podcast? <laughs> Rarely. <laughs> Rarely. I have a story about emo night. Now, did you ever go to emo night when you were here, I think Kate? I did. What bar is that again? It depends. It goes to different places. Oh, oh, yeah. so yeah, then I did. Yeah. Okay. So emo night was the idea of three people. Um, it started, honestly, I would say like maybe 10 years ago, maybe eight, nine, ten, 10 years ago. And um, the whole, it's a very simple kind of idea, but a genius one. It was like um, just a night that started at a club. I think it started like Echoplex, um, where they were just going to play emo, early 2000s music. Boom, brilliant. It started to catch on. They started doing merch. They went to Coachella with it. Like insane, right? blew mm-hmm. up started going around the country doing emo nights like it got such a cult following well i went to college with the founder of that and i was very good friends with her so her name's barbara zabo now i'll tell you a story about her she's originally from hungary and she we were in journalism class together and we wrote on the school paper together and she was very she was very very nice um she was, I was, you know, doing music journalism and she was really into the music scene as well. So we spoke a lot about music and stuff like that. And we went to gigs together and things like that. And she was very determined. She was a really hard worker. She loved to write. Um, she was also very, like, the perfect person to do that type of night. She's very much like, oh my God, like, you know, like oh my God, like, so intense. And, ugh, you know, just like always brushing her bangs out of her face. And like, oh my God, mm-hmm. that, you know, that kind of vibe. But she was very mm-hmm. nice. It's just cool. Anyway, emo night blew up I didn't know her then we'd lost contact but emo night blew up and I was like oh my god it's Babs it's her like she's doing it and you see in this the two guys come up that she started it with now she left because they they, they had like a big studio downtown their office buildings like it was insane how big emo wow. night got yeah okay I didn't realize all that oh my god it was huge it was touring around the world they were even in like Europe doing emo nights holy shit but she there was I, a falling once out. again things i can't say but there was a monstrous falling out and a lot of accusations of cheating people up and the three of them were really really close mm-hmm. and it all went to fucking shit in an epic epic way mm. and she is no longer anything to do with it since like five years um, but the consensus is, and this is just a theory, I cannot get sued for this because I'm just saying this is apparently what people think happened, is that she was completely pushed out of it by these two guys mm. and um, did not get the share of money that she should have got for such a monstrous, monstrous uh, beast that Emo Knight became. Yeah. So I see them on this and I'm like, if it's true, as I said, it's all alleged, don't know, can't sue us. Um, that's allegedly what was said. Um, yeah, mm. interesting. And now she is a um, she's still very very successful. Um, I know she does like personal training and stuff now. I know she's on my Instagram, and I see her like do personal training stuff. And she's really into fitness and like travels the world and does stuff like that. But yeah, she apparently, oh. allegedly, 
it did not end very well. Mm, anyway, so that's emo night. So I see them come out, and I'm like, oh shit, TJ Those Morgan. Guys. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Sheena's there, and they were all go. It's going to be her, Ariana, and Katie are going to go. They'd been before, and they hosted, so they're going to go. And we get a really, really important, important scene with Sheena, Brock her mum and then this new nanny that comes in because Sheena has spoken about her OCD and I think that you know a lot of people have heard of postnatal depression or I know in America you call it postpartum depression um, and how severe it can be and I've had friends that suffered with it and it's just very misunderstood and like the majority of any female uh, health areas it's not um it's not funded enough and spoken about enough. Um, but postnatal depression is extremely severe. And Sheena talks about her OCD with it as well. And that's another area that comes into it and that she could never leave Summer Moon. So that so they're having a babysitter come over. And she says, I really, really trust Tori. I know her really well. I've known her for a long time. So she comes over, she sat down there and they, they get into this very, very uncomfortable conversation in front of everyone with the way he behaved listen i know it's all edited but it was not she's saying i just can't leave i can't you know i've been it's so hard and he's like i know but come on like you have to he even said and then in his 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 interview he's like i'm glad she's putting herself out there again and i just went yeah i bet you are ching 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 (laughs) he's not coming off patient Uh and understanding in this scene I'm sure he's had lots of moments of being understanding and yeah. there for her, but yeah. the scene, he just seems like he's dismissing her issues. Absolutely. And then yeah. we need to talk about Tori. I think that was Tori Spellings. Is that Tori Spellings uh, reality show? We need to talk about Tori. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> that was one that I watched, by the way. We could revisit that because that was a gold mine. Um, <laughs> Tori comes in. And do you recognize Tori at all, Kate? No, she looked kind of familiar, but I don't know. She's in the trailer for VPR this season because she's the one that's making out with Katie and making out with Schwartz. She's the one that's in this supposed triangle. <laughs> oh my God, these people. What does the nanny do? What, <laughs> what does, does the, the nanny, nanny do? do? Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh my gosh, Tori. Tori, Tori. Wait, before we move off mm-hmm. this uh, studio scene and everything, oh God. I have a couple. Of th- she seems so in her element in the studio. Love. She seems so happy. Loved Love. it. And the flashback to her music video with that <gasps> Brett guy where he's humping her in the bed had me dying laughing. I so glad you brought this up. I had com- I completely wiped it from my memory. <laughs> I had run, and then it all came flooding back, like yeah. a tidal wave over me. Brett was someone that they were all after. I remember she was like after him. It was after she broke up with Shane, she, Shay, Shay, whatever his name was. And then she like fancied him and was like, and somebody else fancied him as well. And he was like the hot server. Dana, Sir. maybe, or someone something. like yeah. that. And then they were like, oh, can you come and do the music video? And the music video is like a Skinner Max. It's like <laughs> him humping her. Like doggy style. I was like, this is not really what music videos look like, Sheena, at all. She's like, like, what are you doing? After the negative reaction to my single and music video in 2019, I just decided to not do music for a while. So bad. So bad. Oh, God, that video. 
Uh, anyway, just had to bring that up. Okay. Yes. So then let's see. We have Schwartz going mm. to James and Allie's house. He's feeling mm. a lot of jealousy and mm -hmm. sort of shame about not being a homeowner anymore. He doesn't know if mm -hmm. he'll ever be one again. Yeah. Uh, which is very real. I mean, very he, real. He loved that house, and we get a oh. flashback of him living there. And um, then Allie's doing an astrology chart reading for Tom. She started That's her nice. own business. Smart. You're on a show. Very you can promote smart. it. Like, yeah, Love the Bethany it. school of promoting your shit. Woo! And uh, she says there's a ton more Libra in one chart than she's ever seen. And that made total sense because he is the most indecisive and conflict averse person of all time. So and Libra is known for that, are they? Yes, Libra is like the scales, you know, where they oh, they're yeah. always balancing yeah. this option or this option, and they get paralyzed with indecision. And oh, that is him. Yeah, absolutely, that's him. Wow. Yes, it is. Yes. So yeah. she says that. I kind of wanted her to say more, but then it gets interrupted because Sandoval texts James while they're mm -hmm. sitting there, mm -hmm. inviting him to the birthday party, and James says like, "Oh yeah, I might stop by," and mm -hmm. uh then later we see him on the way and he's going on a mission he's not going to enjoy the party <laughs> he's not he's not um before that we do see the meet at the belmont they are never away from the belmont i was even like even starcy was like having lunch at the belmont like i haven't been to the belmont sorry i'm gonna go into the belmont for a while is this bar and la sienica it was like the place to go like 2000 i remember going there like 2010 like, it was mm. the place everyone went to the Belmont, and they're still going there. And that just says everything to me about these guys, which I kind of love that they're still living in the early 2000s. I kind of like it. But anyway, they're at the Belmont. And it was very odd between the two Toms. They sat, you know, it, it is strained, and, and you can see Schwartz is angry, but I guess being a, what is it, Libra, he doesn't want to really <laughs> confront him. And Sandoval's like, yeah, I'm not drinking, in solidarity with Rachel. I just like, I don't know any of this is about and they're kind of like here's your birthday and of course you know we're always gonna be about i just don't know man i need some independence it's it's odd then we get into get into these financials by the way which i loved mm -hmm. sandoval kate says you realize so, so schwartz said i put half a million dollars into schwartz and sandys and you put in more now, we've all heard that Sandoval apparently had his mum cashing out her 401k for him, but that's another story. So he put in more than half a million, half a million dollars into the Schwartz and Sandys. And then Sandoval's like, yeah, man, I've been paying the bills for eight months because Ariana isn't paying them. And they're all coming out of my account. And my account was overdrawn. And I'm thinking, how, well, it's, you know what, it, it, listen. You can be earning a million dollars a month, but if you're spending 1.5 million, you're broke. And you can be earning four grand a month and spending two and you're wealthy. So, you know, it really, it's how they're spending their money. I get it. Just because you have a massive paychecks does not mean that you're, that you have money in the bank. I think that he, what he was saying is that it was that all this money was coming out. And he's like, I had to move like $500 here and $1,000 here into other accounts because I think all these bills were coming out of one account. Then he's like, Ariana isn't paying me for any of these bills, which if that's right, then that's really stupid on her end because he can use that as ammunition. So I don't know why she isn't just paying him. They go into that in the after show. Oh, great. Go ahead. So, Tell me, what do they say? 
Well, before we do that though, I wanted to ask you, remember we found out the amount he was making from his band gigs because oh. in this conversation, he tells Schwartz, that's why I had to go on tour. You're talking shit about me going on tour on Jax's podcast. I had to go on tour because I needed money. But remember we talked about this, how the gigs are not paying that much. So no, with how much he has to pay his band or what was it? With- it was shocking. So we got once again, I got an insider that worked at a venue that Tom had played. Okay. And um, she told me exactly, oh, sorry, that person, well, I'm terrible. Sometimes I'm good at hiding my sources. The majority of the time I'm going to hide my sources. Anyway, this person told me how much he got paid. And I'm sorry, I do not have it in front of me, but Kate and I discussed it on one of our episodes. We did like an exclusive, so you can find it somewhere. It is because it was a standalone episode. You and I just recorded 15 minutes because I revealed how much he was paid. And it was an astronomical amount. It was not like 15 grand. It was something like 60 or so. It was an insane. And you and I were like, what? He got paid that amount of money. It was, I know it was a large amount. But then what we did is we went, touring is so expensive and he doesn't have a fucking record label paying for it so he's got so he's paying for hotels transport all of these people rehearsals food like so really when and it's split between everybody then you've got to take 30 percent out for taxes so you understand really there wasn't a huge amount left but we were shocked at the amount he was getting paid. right that's right okay and he has the man they have the manage band manager to pay yeah the crew that comes to his birthday party that we'll talk about later so um i was surprised to hear him spin it like that because I was under the impression that him going on tour was a way to get away from it all. And it wasn't so much rolling in the dough from the gigs he was getting. Um, And then you went to that gig that was not highly attended. Um, So, (laughs) okay. Anyway, so on the after show, Ariana Mm. breaks this down to Katie. Okay. She says that they used to have a joint bank account. The Mm. bills were on auto pay and when that account got below a certain level, they would each put in the same amount to replenish it. Okay. Yeah. And then after they refinanced their mortgage, it had to start coming out of his account. But she said, he completely broke my trust lying to me about this affair and all this other stuff. So I told him that I don't feel comfortable writing him checks for random amounts of money unless he provides me with documentation of Mm. what is owed and Mm. what's been paid, what hasn't and what Mm. I owe and all this. She wants to see it laid out. She says, I've asked him three times Mm. for him to just lay it out for me and show me the bills and everything. And he hasn't. Mm. And that's why. And, and Sandoval, when he's asked about it, uh, just kind of makes a big joke about it all. He's like, what am I in a deal with spectrum to rip her off? And he's not really like, I, I don't think it's that big of an ask of, for, of hers to ask him like, okay, well, please just lay it out. Show me the bills, send me copies of everything. And he's just we'll a mess. and would never do that. So he's just, cause he's such a mess and like not bothered about all of that. So he wants to be the victim. Tom's always a victim. Remember the cheater person that cheats is always the victim guys. Remember? Of course. Yeah. And then Sandoval's talking about money and he goes, I just, he gets to this point. He's like, I just don't know what to do. And then there's a silence. Yeah. And then Schwartz goes, you could start an only fans. his timing and just everything. It's like, you want to punch him in the face. <laughs> now, having said that, I was thinking recently, Kate, if I was at a local bar and Schwartz was there, 
for research for you guys, for listeners, I would absolutely sleep with Schwartz. I just want that Thank to be. You. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Out there. Thank you. I appreciate that. We all want to know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so is this when we go to the birthday party? Yeah, I think so. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because I keep accidentally skipping ahead. Because then it actually, then it was that James and Allie house yes. and the astrology, and then okay, we oh see James and Allie in the car on the way, and James is talking about how he's like, I want a full apology from Tom. It's not that much to ask. I just want him to say, I completely regret, regret what I did to you. And I'm going to spend every day trying to make it up to you. And da, 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 da. that's all I want. That's all I want. And he's like, I also haven't seen him without a mustache in a really long time. We get a great right. one with a mustache clip. <laughs> and then he pulls up, doesn't even fully park there. No. It's really okay. just a drive by. He pulls up, parks sideways. Allie's like, okay, I'll be here in the car. Hurry up. She's being loyal to Ariana. She's like, I don't even know Tom that well, and I love Ariana, so I'm not going to go in there and be fake. Yeah. And then, let's see. We we meet all the people at (gasps) Tom's party. So, dude, he hasn't been sober at his birthday party for years, he says. Yeah. But he does have mushroom chocolates. Yeah. The party attendees are God. members of his band and the crew of his band, Billy Lee. Oh, God, stud that Billy Lee. When she, when she came on, I was like, no thanks. She wants her face stuck in front of that camera. We all loved Billy Lee. And then she was just, she's so thirsty. She is so thirsty, Kate, to be on this show. It's like, go away. <sighs> I guess they're all thirsty, so it's hard for me to fault her for that. But yeah, but the hello, fact that remember how she so... stood by Sandoval and was out yeah. there getting paparazzi shots, going to the bar with him, and he's such an amazing guy. And shut up. Yeah, it's it's weird that she's the only one that didn't give him too much shit about this, and she's also the only one that hasn't been on the show in a long time. So yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, so she's there. Uh, Kyle's there. Kyle Chan, right? Always. He's yeah. always there as well. He's he's lurking. He brings a fun boa and some booze, even though <laughs> Tom's not drinking. Do you think Tom drank that night? 
no because he's you know he's in so much pain and he's doing this for solidarity to rachel because he's like such a victim and such a martyr like so he's, he's just so gonna amazing. do drugs and not drink yeah i love that as well yeah, yeah. i love that okay, yeah cool. i'll do things that fucking <laughs> alter my mind so i don't know what reality is but i'm not gonna not gonna have a vodka no way right Stop, <laughs> right. tom so good so james comes in he's on a mission and Tom gives him a lukewarm water and then leaves him with some Tom Tom server Stop. who's talking James ear off about Stop. Katie. Was he talking I about know. Katie? He was mentioning Katie. And it was as though it was as though the, the cameras had completely captured James with talking to a fan. So, yeah. And he was just like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was Won't James. Look at him. Him. Yeah. He's like, who the <laughs> fuck is this guy? It was so James's commentary was great. It was true. They were the biggest mash of randos imaginable in that house central casting was called yeah yeah and so he's like james just doesn't even acknowledge this conversation this guy's trying to <laughs> this guy like was in the bathroom like okay you're gonna be on yeah, camera yeah, yeah, bring yeah, up yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. with katie yeah, 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 and, yeah. and 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 like the camera oh they'll love that and i'll be like oh love remember that. katie she's trying to she's trying to push all these other servers out he's like Hey, remember when Katie <laughs> and James like, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to talk to Tom. Where's Tom? Mm. Go get Tom. <laughs> mm. I know. So they sit. <laughs> so funny. So they sit down, and basically, James asked Tom for an apology for this ultimate betrayal, mm. and of of him sleeping with his ex. Mm-hmm. And Tom says, "Well, before I answer that, what about when you fucked Chris? Oh. Hate." It, it's what are you doing like Sandra okay here's the deal if it has been yes it has been 10 years that doesn't mean you necessarily have to forgive someone whatever but during those 10 years Sandoval forgave him was friends with them hung out with them was birthday parties together carried on and maintained a very close friendship with James for a long time they did music together they did so much together they were best mates but now it's convenient to bring back that shit from a decade ago Right. No. <laughs> no, you don't get to right. do that. All of a sudden, it's something you can't get past with me. Right. All of a sudden. All yeah. of a sudden. Very James, convenient. He wasn't having any of it. He's like, you know what you ha-? and he just said, you have, and it was, I thought he was going to blow up, but it, I think he stopped himself. He's just like, you haven't grown up at all, Tom. And Tom's like, oh, it's true. It's true. Like with you and Kristen, it's like, oh. His outfit, too, Tom, he looked like. Oh. Every guy in my high school in 2006. He is just awful from top to bottom. (laughs) So James James leaves and pisses on the bush on the way out. And Allie, did you hear Allie? She's like, James, no. It's Ariana's bush too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On the the after show, Tom was like, I don't care. I piss on that bush too. I was like, you're so gross. Fucking idiots. The only one thing I was very unhappy with is, and I don't know how Ariana could have done this, but I would have had to do something. I didn't like that Maya and Kitty were there at the party because I wouldn't trust Tom around my baby. I don't know. I wouldn't trust them around my babies at all. I didn't like that. Yeah, maybe she knew that. I I bet Anne was in the shadows taking care of the animals. Poor Anne. That's what I have to assume. We have to hope. So that was um, VPR. So, I mean, how are you feeling about it? We're two episodes in. How are you feeling, Kate? Uh, I'm feeling okay. I feel 
it's it's not too much yet. It's okay. it's still it's still holding me in. You know, it's okay. not the best season ever, but it's all right. We'll how see do you how feel? this goes. I, I'm the same. I just don't know the trajectory of it. I don't right. know anymore what's ever going to happen with this show. Um, I know I would like to see more Pomeranians. We saw mm. LVP getting ready, did not see one puff around her. And then I saw Ken staggering around, no puffs in, in, were in his arms. So, you know, that, it doesn't make me happy. I was not happy to not see puff. Yeah, that was a failure on the editor's part because you know that they have those dogs around constantly. So awesome. they could have gotten a few establishing shots. Absolutely. Sorry, I just remembered again. I know we've I've quoted it so many times, but it always just, it never ceases to make me laugh. Jason Manzuka is like, can everyone see Ken? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope we have him on the pod someday. I hope we sleep with them. All right, moving on. Anyways. Um, um... (laughs) Um, If you're listening, Jason, my number is three. So it is, we're going to go on to BH. Um, This is such a disaster, this show, man. This is a disaster. Oh my god! We're on episode I... fifteen. We're in episode fifteen <laughs> called "Ashing It Out." That person needs to get fired. I mean, that person. <laughs> I need just to. now thought about that as the title. That's horrible. Awful. And I'll tell you how we know it's really, really bad season and a bad. This is a cast trip to Spain, by the way, and it's as they couldn't barely get two episodes out of it. Barely got two episodes out of it. And you know it's bad because it opens up with seeing Trevor, who is Sutton's friend, and mm-hmm. he has had more screen time than some of the other people in this. It's bizarre. They've, like, brought him in and that weird dinner they had that other night when Erica was drunk, and there's, like, 15 other people there. That's an exaggeration. Maybe seven other people there who are, like, talking about their lives and talking about everything. And you're like, why? These should not be people that should be talking on a BH dinner. What about Crystal's life? <laughs> yeah. Unclear. Unclear. No one so... knows anything about Crystal and Lion King. Oh my God. So yeah, Sutton, uh, Sutton's having a hard time at the beginning of the episode. Kyle's c- confronting her. And then yeah, Trevor comes in. They transfer Merce's ashes from a ziplock to the fancy box. Yeah. And the girls are getting ready. They have these white flower wreaths mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. necklaces that Um, Sutton says the other women will release whatever they want to let go of and float these out in the water after I do my ceremony. So, yeah, um, they're on the way to the water and Trevor points out where the gay bars are, where Mm -hmm. the sort of like gay area is. He talks about a cave that you can only get to by swimming to it. And then people... And then people just have sex in the cave. I loved that. Sounds amazing. So this area is Sitges, and I know Sitges oh, okay. in Spain. Um, and I don't, I, I haven't been there, but um, somebody that I think she listens to the pod uh, that you know, Kate, that we had a great encounter with at Pump. She mm. owns property in Sitges. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, listen, they have getting this conversation, but somebody online, amazing journalist, did. S- got an amazing screen grab of something that happened while Trevor is having this whole conversation about, you know, what bears and cubs and all this stuff. Did you see what happened in the background between Dorit and Kyle? No. 
okay, so they're going on and you're kind of like, okay, blah, blah, blah. You know, and he's going, well, this is what a bear is. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Then you, someone grab this. You see Dorit's on her phone, right? And Kyle sat to her right. And so Kyle sat to her, to Dorit's right. And there's the window next to, on Kyle's right-hand side. And Dorit's got herself in up and, and, and Erica's being like, thinks that she knows everything that is to do with homosexuality because of Mikey Minden. Anyway, um, she's like, actually, it's this. It's like, shut up. Um, <laughs> so she's, so Dorit's writing something. You think she's texting. She taps Kyle. Go and rewatch this scene. She taps Kyle's and turns her cell phone around to show Kyle. And Kyle reaches up and covers the camera that's in the Sprinter van and reads it and then writes something back to her. Yeah. I want that spoken about at the reunion. What were they discussing? Interesting. Mm -hmm. I had not seen that. Okay, Mm -hmm. so they're texting something about like don't talk about this or i'm gonna who knows okay very juicy i need to know oh please andy ask come on okay so uh i did like the bit about garcelle being like well andy came on my pod and i asked him if he was a top or bottom he said he's a powerful top and i was like i think they just say power top and then the other guy i think must be her co-host or something he said he's a blouse He's a feminine top. And they're all like, ha, 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 gay people. Because it's so cute to talk about gay stuff as white women. Sorry, I just get really annoyed. I get really (laughs) annoyed when women are like, oh, my God. Anyway, carry on. Uh, And so then we get to the water. Sutton gives a speech. And this was very sad. I mean, Mm. she's talking about losing these three men in her life and because she's also very much processing her divorce and letting go of that and the pain of that and um she tells us in her confessional that her she was blindsided by the divorce she got a call that said you need to get a lawyer papers are being served today and she says she had no idea that was coming so and we got that that. insight that we've asked for Kate. you and i have asked the universe Mm -hmm. for some information about christian and things are coming out but unclear of how she was a debutante and then a dance i never knew something was a dance all this stuff with those little legs i don't know i don't know um you're right though yeah she she, the speech is very moving and she definitely needed to let some stuff go Mm -hmm. um then everybody (laughs) has their turn right wait wait go on but oh before yeah. Before that, mm-hmm. her and Trevor go over and spread mm-hmm. the ashes, mm-hmm. and the wind mm-hmm. picks it up mm-hmm. and blows the ashes all over the women. Now, did that remind you of anything else in the housewives world? This has happened before, yes. Yeah. Do you remember oh, who what was it was? It? Oh God, I don't know. Sonia Tremont Morgan. Okay, yeah. With Milu's dog funeral, and it went into like. <laughs> Her mouth, the cameraman's mouth, and probably Harry (laughs) Deven's dick. Who knows? (laughs) Okay, I felt like it was New York. Gotta be. Our girls always do it first in New York. Always. Oh, my God. So they're all freaking out and wipe 
frantically wiping themselves. And then, yeah, then they all go and say their own speeches. Now, can we just very quickly talk about Crystal's speech? I'm sorry. You know I was going to react. Kate, I'm sure you were listening, being like, Pauline is thinking of one thing and one thing only, Crystal's relationship with her brother. And is it sexual? I'm sorry. I don't mean to like, it isn't, guys. They're a very close brother and sister. But give me a break. This guy is a Chinese pop star. Like, we've been led to believe multi million million times over right he's like the, they call him the justin bieber that's how famous he is and she's like i just can't believe he's not gonna be next to me anymore he has more money than god so he can he's just said he's gonna go six months and live in south asia and then come over and da, da, da. like he's not moving to the moon like permanently it was so weird i was like give me a break dude you're supposed to be married to lion king he's gonna get so jealous yeah you always think siblings are in love with each they other. They are because they constantly are. Look at the Crofty brothers. Look at those two little bald, bald twins on Sun Sunset. It's their Kate. Look at Crystal and her brother. It's the siblings. It's there if you be, look. <laughs> it's there if you look. And guess what? I'm always looking. You're always looking. I. <laughs> I was one. The only thing I was wondering is like, does she just not want to talk about her actual life? And she's just yeah. using the brother thing as something okay. to talk about on the show. Like, is is there really something going on with Lion King? But she doesn't want to bring that up because I was ta- I was taken aback by it, too. I'm like, that's your thing. That's it. Maybe yeah. she has a very normal life and that's why she's not working too well this season. Yeah. Maybe she does just have two kids and a husband that she's in a good marriage with and pots of money and that's it. Yeah, so the producers came really, over yeah. and they were like, what's going on in your life? She's like, oh, my Nothing. pop star brother is coming around. And they're like, yeah. great, pop star, we love it. I think that's got to the bottom of it. I think that's it. That's all there is. Well, so, good for her. Her life's not yeah, in shambles. Lucky yeah. bitch. Um, uh, <laughs> and then Erica, dramatic. Her dramatics are people. She was literally in like an Amdram production at the local town hall. My turn. I would like to speak about the betrayal that I felt from all of you. She is... She needs to go to bed. I want Erica to go home and go to bed with Mikey Minden and just leave us alone because I can't do it. I know. She really took that moment. It's like she hasn't brought that up really and then uses this vulnerable moment where they like can't really snap back at her in the moment, you know, because it's such a tender. They just spread ashes, you know, it's this moment. She's like, just kind of slips that in. Well, when you guys all betrayed me last season... (gasps) And went against me when I didn't care about all those victims of my ex-husband. Didn't give a shit about them at all. And you all commented on that. So fuck you guys. Anyways, letting that go now, though. Letting that go. Everyone was like, sorry, what the fuck did she just say? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, what? Then Anne-Marie's like, I just want to feel happy. (laughs) When you thought she couldn't get any worse... She stood stood on that cliffside. It's like I, um, you know, want to make sure I'm happy. All right, but oh, you're awful. You need to go home to bed as well. So Anne Marie <laughs> or Anna Marie, whatever the fuck your name is, you and your husband, the husband that calls you an eight and a half, go home and go to bed. We need Crystal to get some drama in her life or leave. Unfortunately, and I love Crystal, and Erica needs to go home to bed with Mikey Minden, and that's <laughs> it. 
Dorit's made me sad because she's of course wanting to, or not of course, but it didn't surprise me that she was like, I want to let go of my PTSD and all this, you know? And then she's telling us in her confessional, maybe I just need to let go of my expectations of PK. Mm. And I was like, Oh, maybe PK needs to like be more sensitive. Yeah. I have been in love with that Dorit since the day I laid eyes on her breasts on her face. And, um, (laughs) remember the first season when they were just big bolt on boobs and she was like this emaciated i just love her so much the way she's dressed she gives us comical moments she really does she has an extremely serious um storyline as well she's up to party she's up to have fun she always looks gorgeous because she's Doree. she always has a head like you know i just i love Doree and and i it's I well that's for another day but yeah those two and then we have our Kyle's was heartbreaking talking about Lorraine oh yeah oh just so awful and I was like are you gonna are you gonna mention Mo are you gonna add Mo into this but we didn't get up in the confessional though she at least said it we get more this episode Kate and I were satiated a bit this episode um they go and look for ice cream and Erica and the wake oh Erica love this Crystal goes to Erica "Mm." I would just like to apologize if I contributed to your pain. No, that I contributed to your pain. Erica's confession was like, you know, Alicia, the balls. It's always like no one's tougher tougher than Erica, right? Alicia, the balls come up and say it to me. I mean, none of them else, none of these other women did. Well, because they've got nothing to apologize for. I mean, what, what, what are they apologizing for? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm so happy to see in the preview. We'll talk about it later, but yeah. Garcelle next week. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and yeah, Garcelle's, we didn't talk about, she's, she was letting go of the abandonment issues with her dad and feeling so lonely without a partner. And yeah, I, I liked that they did this a lot and that they showed it because I think it had the women getting vulnerable and letting their guard down so that they can then talk more openly in a group setting about stuff, which is what we want to see. Yes. (laughs) You know, they've all been so holding it so tight this, this whole season. So finally, episode 15, we got Mm. vulnerability. Um, So yeah, they're shopping. Erica has her little comment. And then they're back at the hotel. They're getting ready to go to this dinner where they're also going to perform a dance. Um, So Erica's dragging this out even more. She's telling her glam squad. Oh, yeah. So we had the ceremony. And, you know, I would have liked them all to apologize. But, Mm -mm 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 -mm. you know. I, I've been to therapy and I guess I should just let it go. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's stewing, man. She is stewing in this. Yeah. Um, and it, because she thinks that one art, oh, that one thing that got lowered from the high court to the lower court means she's completely, anyway, anyway it's just annoying. Then we see Kyle doing a FaceTime with her daughter. Um, and it was just so, so interesting that she doesn't have glam, that she's the only one. It's just interesting. Um, and then, you know, she's asked the kids who's eating with Portia and your dad tonight and um, how are the dogs? I wish we could have got some clips of the dogs. We didn't. But um, then we have, um, you know, she says in her confessional, she says, even though the times are tough, you know, she's still skirting around a bit. She goes, I do care about Mo's feelings and want to make sure that everyone's feelings are okay. And we get a clip of her and Mo that wasn't seen before of them having a quite intense discussion. Portia comes through the door and they stop. And then Mo starts it up again. She goes, shh, 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 wait until she's gone. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's horrible to see. You know, Portia's still a young little girl. She's only, what, 14? It's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard to see. It is. Um, 
and they're finally starting to show us more mm. at the 11th hour. Mm. Uh, so then let's see. Then they're they're in the Sprinter van. Yep, they're all in red. Look so hot. They all look so good. Yes. Dari looked. Woo! Fabulous. As oh, always, those amazing. heels. She's got these like oh. Dolce & Gabbana heels on that are about seven inches. How do they do it? No. So they're in the car and they're talking about, oh, will you ever like all the single women are getting asked, all the single ladies are getting asked, mm-hmm. would you get married again? And why or why not? And they're saying so Garcelle and Sutton, they're like, no, I don't need to have the papers signed. I don't need to actually get married. I just want a partner. And I want my Garcelle's like, I want my money that I've worked so hard for to go to yeah. my sons. I don't want to have to split it with someone okay. and all this. And um, then they start talking about prenups. And Kyle oh says, oh, well, I never read anything. I never read any paperwork. I just sign whatever Mo puts in front of me. And everyone, especially oh. Sutton, is like, you always read the paperwork. Then the confessional, and she's just like, "Oh, I don't know. He pays all the bills. He just pays for everything." <laughs> I, why do women still exist like this? Like, this is not healthy. This is not something to be laughing about. Like, dude, women get messed over all the time because they think they don't need independence, and they think they're living the dream by having someone pay everything. Guess what? As soon as it comes, as quickly as it goes. And that Mo has millions in in different countries, right? And the agency in a huge business, and if that collapses, or he's he's already been sued once for $100 million, and he got it was dismissed. He was sued for $100 million due to the agency. It was dismissed. This was in the past year. When you are a massive organization like that, people are going to come for you and they're going to come for that business. And the bigger you get, the bigger the risk. I really believe that the more money, more problems. Like seriously, like you get so big that a machine like the agency is in like four countries. It's insane. It's international. Mm-hmm. It's dealing with properties and stuff can go. There's two lawsuits can destroy your entire business. And Kyle's there going, ah, ha, ha, spending like God knows what on an Amex every month because, and he pays for it. Well, what if he stops paying for it? What if you don't know that he actually doesn't have the shekels that you think he does? Like, it makes you wonder what is in their prenup or if they have one or how, it, because she's talking a lot in this episode, as we'll get to, about how she doesn't know if their marriage is going to survive. And it's like, okay. And then she's also saying, well, I, have been there for him when he had nothing and I helped support him when he was coming up with all of this. And so, yeah, it does make me wonder how it would all play out or how it will all play out. Very dangerous, very dangerous to give anyone your power like that Mm -hmm. because money brings you, doesn't bring you happiness, but it brings you freedom. And if that's dependent on somebody else, they can take it away from you very quickly. So absolutely. Ladies, listen up. All right, so they're in um, Manolo. So they're going, yeah. yeah, so they're going into yeah, they're in the sprinter talking about all of this, um, and then they arrive at this restaurant for the flamenco dancing or the back of the restaurant. They kind of blah 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 do all this stuff. They're going on about how Kyle isn't wearing red; she's wearing highlighter orange. And then, please, can we comment, Dury? With, oh, actually, I didn't even mention it once earlier in the scene when they were about to go and do, you know, the throwing of the, like, getting rid of everything. 
Dorit walks in, full fat Coke. Mm. She's in Spain, she's a full fat Coke. And then she sits down at the dinner and when she says, uh, una uh, Coca-Cola uh, regular, por favor, gracias, gracias. Cal's ah! like, why do you have to say, just say you want a regular Coke, not a una Coca-Cola normal. Oh, normal, that's normal. what it was. It wasn't regular, it was yeah. normal. normal. <laughs> Kyle's making fun of her in the confessionals. But another full-fat Diet Coke. I know I'm obsessed with this subject, and I've spoken about it many a time. I speak to other people about it that have since stopped returning my calls, but I just don't... <laughs> She's I, on vacation. <laughs> I am so shocked that these women that don't eat a piece of bread are walking around drinking full fat Coca-Colas. Few sips. Few sips never hurt anyone, I guess. I don't get it. I know. I don't get it. Um, oh, and Anne-Marie tried to start drama at the dinner. So, Erica, yeah. you said you were hurt by letting go of them hurting you. What was that about? And everyone literally did a collective eye roll. They are like, shut up. <laughs> You know, and Erica's face just fell and her eyes went dark and she's like, <laughs> not this again. And uh, I don't even know what she said. I can't, I don't have it written down. I think, I don't think anyone even wanted to engage in it. And then we yeah. hear about Erica's residency and this, then we see this weird shot that we'd never seen of her rolling up in a limo to give out tickets for her residency. And we hear that goddamn Mikey Menden. He's like the ghoul of West Hollywood. <laughs> Yes, you hear him before you see him, and there's bloody Mikey Menden. <laughs> By the way, I will say for the record, I've met several people that know him, and they say he's absolutely lovely, and they all love him. I just like to make fun of Mikey Menden. Nothing, no harm in it. I just like to. Oh make- yeah, I'm sure if we were at a party with Mikey, oh, we'd have we would up. have an amazing time with him. We, I'm sure. Yeah, and you you know full well I'd be sucking up to him. I'd be wanting <laughs> next to him. I want my photo with him. I am that vapid. Um, but yeah. So um, so Sutton. Okay, we have to talk about Sutton's masterful toast here. So she goes. Uh, I just want to say a toast to Erica and Erica's smiling. Oh, great. Sutton's being nice. And she's like, a toast to your Ve- your Vegas residency um, that, you know, some people were invited to. I wasn't. But anyways, congrats about that. <laughs> I why wasn't she invited, by the way? They're fine. Like, I don't know why she didn't invite her. I don't know. And Erica's like, well, everyone's invited. And, mm-hmm. you know, thank you. I remember it was so fun at my premiere on Broadway when you chartered yep. the jet for everyone to come. Yep. And Sutton's like, yes, I did charter a private jet for everyone to come to yep. Broadway. So I, you know, these women, they don't like their good deeds going unseen or unrecognized Ooh, ever. Yeah. ever 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 um and then they get up to this kind of flamenco dancing thing and kyle's like pissing her pants it's because all she wants to do is a splits and then they go back they do a montage (laughs) of her doing the splits it's like oh it's god it's just as gross as i remember like dirty floors and she's like doing the splits oh it's horrible um (laughs) anyway so then um then that's it by the way that's the end of that bloody spain trip nothing happened they flew out there. They flew all those assholes out there for a week. All the film crew, paid, got them in this massive mansion that's haunted. and Nothing happened. They barely got one and a half episodes out of it. 
that's how bad this casting is and this cast is. I know. I mean, think of Ultimate Girls Trip. Come they on. were there. Come on. How many 30, days? They were there for 30 minutes and we had more drama <laughs> than this right. entire season. That's right. That's um, absolutely right. They get back. We kind of see Crystal's doing maths with her kids. It's like, okay. Okay, you're an amazing uh, parent. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, Erica's rehearsing with Mikey. Ooh, Mikey. Um, just him and his lip gloss. And they're rehearsing. She's down doing those splits. Um, she's still so she's very i have i was impressed by the split i will say oh, yeah she's so limber yeah oh, she i mean look i can barely move from one side of the room to the other so i mean yes <laughs> i'm very impressed by her um then we see kyle opening an aloe okay so this company that is super uber you know fancy and, and fashionable and everything I pronounce it aloe. I've heard it's pronounced another way. Have you heard it that it's pronounced another way? I've never heard anyone say it. And in my head, oh. I always say aloe. I always say aloe. I, then I swear it's actually not pronounced by that. So I'm too scared to ever say it in public because I think it's pronounced alo. I may A-lo. be completely wrong, but I A-lo. can't say it. I can never say A-lo. it now because I don't know A-lo. how it's pronounced. A-lo. Yeah, hello. Maybe it would be. I don't know. Hello. Yeah. So she's she's paid for this, right? She's like, oh, oh, look at this. What is this? My alo alo box. Let me just crack it open and put on the merch. I was like, am I watching an ad right now? Yeah, really, Bravo. Then um, we've got Gorge Dorit coming. Mm. Oh, I've just realized my ultimate fantasy is seeing Dorit interact with Baby Gorge. (gasps) Oh. Yes. Yes. Maybe someday on Ultimate Girls Trip they'll Ooh, be on. Dorit and Baby Gorge. So she comes in, leaves her car, and she comes in carrying a full fat Coke. She loves it. She's like, I just need my Coke this morning. And then Kyle's Sugar like, rush. oh, I haven't drank soda in seven, nine months. But Kyle. Just... Okay, brag. Don't I mean, care. Yeah. <laughs> not relatable. Not relatable. We love DC. Coke Zero. Absolutely. So they sit down and have a little heart to heart. So Dorit's like, okay, how are you and Mo? And Kyle says, well, I'm in therapy and now Mo is going to therapy. And Mm -hmm. then she starts getting into the traveling and how it's so difficult with him being gone all the time. And, and Dorit says, yeah, that, that was a hard thing for PK and I, PK. (laughs) And I, because it's just hard to connect in all this. And, um, Kyle's saying like, he doesn't even realize that we're not okay. Like he just, Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to talk about hard things. So he just assumes that things are fine. And he takes for granted that it's actually getting to a point where we might not end up together. It's the most revealing we've ever had and we've had in this season about what's going on with Mo and Kyle. And she said, I'm not comfortable talking about it yet with the girls when she was releasing, actually, when she was releasing that thing in Spain. She said, I'm just not comfortable. I'll talk about it when I can. She says, I don't know if we're going to carry on together. And it was very interesting listening to her because my mind went two ways and I was writing notes and watching it. And I, when she said, you know, he travels so much, he's in port. You see a scene of him going, going to Portugal if you guys want to come. And most of us sit here going, God, imagine having a partner it's just like, hey, do you just want to come to Portugal with me? It's all first class, all paid for. Most of us sat there going, oh my God, I'm jumping. Go, what go. are you kidding? You know, what are you kidding? 
But I, and I'm watching it and I'm thinking to myself and she's explaining all this travel. And in my head, my first thought was like, to save your marriage, then Kyle, start traveling with them. You were so adoring of him for so many years and he to you, then if this is the only thing that's breaking up your marriage or an issue, travel with him, just so I can do it, be with him. Then the other side of me was like, that's all she's ever done. And she is, mm-hmm. after Lorene died, I think it shook her entire existence. Yep. And I think she went, that's all I've ever done. And I think she genuinely enjoyed it. The kids were young and she wanted her to have, them to have a great parents and a happy marriage. And she did all that. Yeah. But she did everything for Mo. She traveled with them. He had, I remember these, I wish we'd go back and, you know, we see the amount of wealth they have now. Kyle was like, we had nothing. We had, he came home and he just lost his job and I found out I was pregnant. She said, we lived in a one bedroom apartment with like two kids. We had nothing. And I think, you know, I think she's absolutely been by his side and I think he has supported her too, but it was, you know, she followed him, the breadwinner going and doing all this stuff. And now she's just gone, I just can't be asked. I think he let her down tremendously during Lorene's passing. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the catalyst and it's it's gone. She's not. So I was like, yeah, I understand why she's not just doing that to fix yeah. it all. I agree. That's, yeah, that's the, that's exactly how I was feeling when I was watching it. I was like, okay, that seems so exciting to be yes. jet setting around oh. with your hot husband and everything. Yes. yes. But that's not what she's after at this point. Mm-hmm. She wants to do what she wants to do. And she wants to find her own success in her interests. And she's, we hear her talking with Dorit. Dorit's like, I don't even know. Or maybe it was a flashback. I don't even know what's going on with you anymore. You have all these acting jobs. Yeah. yeah it was a previous episode. And she's like, well, I just, I'm not telling anyone about all this stuff I'm doing. And it's her focusing on Kyle, focusing on Kyle. Um, yes. Mer- and yes. Mo is not on the same page. They're not on the same page. Yeah. You know, and, and Dorit used this word and I thought this was very apt. She says, Kyle is disconnected. And that's so true. She is detached in this. You don't like when you see her in the group, she's not really there. Yeah. And when you're dealing with something so massive and so emotional, you can't be in anything. You know, you right. can't sit down and have a good dinner and be fun at the party when in the back of your mind, you're thinking about this big monster. Um, it's very sad. It's really mm-hmm. sad. Like I say, I really hope that we do get that scene that they teased us with them all sat around in that living room and her basically saying she's separating from Mo, which we still have not seen. Um, but it will needs that to be... be... Will the finale be next episode? How many episodes will there be? I mean, this was 15. Will we 15. have... Maybe one more where we hopefully get the scene. Sorry, the scene you're talking about. And oh, then it's got to re- be. It's got to be because there's really no, there's not. And then we, oh, you say next week Garcelle saying that about Erica. Oh right. So there's that maybe two episodes left, and then they've already filmed the reunion. I mean that's been that's been filmed for a few weeks. Okay, so it must be a couple so, more. Uh, I don't know. I think BH needs a massive shakeup. I think Bravo needs to bring us on as consultants, which we constantly offer to do, because it needs. They need to put everyone in a bag, shake them up, and some of them are going to come out and land where they land. Because we just can't have this group together again. It's not working. It's not no, working at all. It's too sleepy. 
Yeah. yeah. It's that, I can't believe they went to Spain and like nothing came out of it. <laughs> um, oof. So that was kind of, I don't have any more notes about BHD UK. Uh, no, that's all no. I have. So that was it. I mean, we guys, just a little recap, a little um, housekeeping. As you know, our Monday episodes are, um, sorry, not on Monday. Whoop. Tuesday episodes are 90 Day Fiance, the current airing series. On Wednesday, we have our Wheel of Shame shows. So we randomly spin our Wheel of Shame and get a show. We are covering for next week. I've completely forgotten which one we're covering. Sister I do this wives. every week. Sister wife. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry we are got a good one so next week we are covering sister wives it came up on the wheel and kate and i had done an in-depth in like certain seasons but we had never covered the episode where mary reveals she's been catfished to the family so kate and i are so <laughs> excited about it it's gonna be i may watch it tonight actually and get my notes done um it's gonna be really good kate i can't wait i've never seen this episode actually so it's, it's gonna be awesome yeah and then on Friday, we return with our Bravo show. And we will also have our Patreon show for next week. So it's going to be Kate's selection next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be covering a documentary that can vary on any subject. It's not to do with um, what we cover in our regular shows. So it can be the weird, wild, wonderful, a documentary on cults, on um, pop stars, on unsolved crimes, on pop culture, on ghosts aliens who knows kate's gonna pick so have you got one in mind yet i have one Mm. in mind yeah Um, i'll run it by you um but yeah we'll we'll let you guys know absolutely and then i do want to just let you guys know we have some very very fun guests coming up so we are going to be guesting on a couple of potties and we also have some very very cool guests are going to um, be coming up in the next few weeks so we're really really excited to kind of expand our audience and introduce maybe people to you that you haven't heard of that you need to go and follow although you probably do because the people that we're having on are amazing um and definitely much in the world of pop culture and i think you're gonna love it so we're really excited about that coming up um and one um one other thing is we'll say one word and we will have more to speak about it in the next coming month or so and that word is much <laughs> so kate and i are working on something very very special and we're really really excited about it and thank you for the dms from people you know who you are who have been suggesting merch for a while and stuff that you wanted so kate and i are busy little elves getting work done on that um anything else kate follow us on youtube to see mm. the video version of the podcast um we have our YouTube channel, you just search Tender Living Care Podcast and you'll find us. You can subscribe there and all that. Um, I recently, today, I was putting together playlists. So if you right. just want something on in the background, I put together like all the 90 day content, all the Bravo content. So um, go check that out and join us on Patreon and all of all the things. See us. All the things, guys. We're yes, all there. Five over. bucks a month for Patreon. Yes. Well, worth it. well worth it and you know i would definitely go and check out our youtube channel because i ran in here from the rain without having put on any of my makeup for filming or brush my hair so it's it's quite a sight to uh behold so uh check us out on youtube and comment about the state of me um and hit that smash that smash that like button smash that bell notification bell whatever just do it all okay because we want to be youtubers all right we 
love you. We hope that you have a fab rest of the week and weekend. We will be back with you on Tuesday. And I think that's about it. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.